Hi, I'm Brian Levy. I'm a partner at Manchester Living and the host of the Manchester Living podcast. The purpose of the podcast is to help people navigate the complex maze of elder care. There's a lexicon of elder care terms on our website at manchesterliving.com. Today, we are talking about Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare. First, we're going to go in with new and noteworthy. Instacart shopper being hailed as a hero for likely saving an elder customer's life. This has been all over the news this week, and I wanted to share it with the viewers. Um, I just want to start this off by saying, if you see something, say something. Um, I did an Instacart order yesterday, and I'm a little emotional right now, but I did an Instacart order yesterday, and it was a daughter ordering for her older dad that couldn't shop for himself. I do the order, I'm going the extra mile for this customer, like I always do, but for whatever reason this time I was going even farther and checking the back and everything. And um, I take the order, go to drop it off, and she's like, just go ahead and put it on the porch and he'll get it. I was like, alright, cool, that's what I normally do. Um, I get there and something was telling me, no, you gotta help this man out. And he came out. And I was like, okay, well, let me help you. And I got the groceries and you're not supposed to go inside someone's house. Um, but I used my judgment and I brought the groceries inside um, and put them down wherever he wanted me to put them. You're not supposed to, but I did. And you're just supposed to take a picture and leave. And I could not just leave. I go to message the lady because I was very concerned for her dad that he just looked sick and I didn't know what to do so I messaged her and I said if I say that the order is complete um I I won't be able to message you and I want to tell you this and I said it's very unprofessional of me to say something and I wasn't going to I never talk I always just put the groceries down and leave. This time, I, for whatever in my head, was like, you gotta say something. You gotta say something, Jess. So I said, he's not doing good. He's sick. There's a propane tank in there. I was in there maybe five feet, and I got dizzy. And I said, there's gotta be a leak. And I was like, he might not be doing good because of this leak. And I just didn't know what else to say. And she was like, all right, I'll have my son come out. She changed her tip from $14 to $100, which I'm grateful for, but I'm crying because of what she commented this morning. And I'll show you. Commented, thank you so much. Once my son went to check on my dad, it turned out it definitely was leaking. You definitely saved my dad and my younger son's life. being said I'm just an instacart worker but if you see something to say something and I did and I'm so happy I did and I'm so happy that he can live a better life if you see something say something let's jump in today as I said we're talking about Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans my guests Jeff Dertiger CLTC assistant vice president private client services Marsh McLennan Agency. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Brian Harmon, PT, founder, director of Outcomes, Nexus Home Healthcare. That's right. Thank you for being here. Brian, you posted something on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago that caught my attention about Medicare Advantage, which I know nothing about right. until our pre-production meeting. But right. um, t- 
tell me what's on your mind. So this is the, if you see something, say something. Yeah. So um, every year about this time, uh, the first couple of year, first couple months rather of the year, we have patients of ours who have changed insurance policies. They've gone from original Medicare to a Medicare Advantage plan or from one Medicare Advantage plan to another. Their benefits have changed, their, what, the, what the coverage is. And so we've run into a slew of them this year. This has been the worst year we've seen in terms of confusion of these plans. And so the point of the, po the post was just to help highlight, hey, there's, these are some of the challenges that we're seeing. Because there's a lot of confusion within, with seniors and even their family members on what these plans actually cover and what they don't. And so that was the purpose of the post. Interesting. To help illuminate what the two options are. There's really multiple options, but the two main options are, you know, original Medicare, typically with a supplement and a drug plan or a Medicare Advantage plan. Well, it caught my attention and I'm glad we're covering yeah. it today. Jeff, we see TV commercials with celebrities like Joe Namath and JJ Walker talking about Medicare and Medicare Advantage. How can this cost zero? Trust but verify, right? Yeah, sometimes it's not always uh, as cracked up to be on TV. Um, I say if it's too good to be true, sometimes it is. Um, that's there is a lot of truth to the information that they put on there, but they don't give the whole picture. Um, with Medicare Advantage, the way that they do it when it says zero cost, what they mean it's zero premium. It's not zero cost. It's not that's not the same thing. So. Some of the plans, depending on what county people live in with the Medicare advantages, they might be a zero premium, but they're still paying money into Medicare in order to have the advantage plan. So people still have to be enrolled in Medicare Part A, which is the hospital coverage. They'll be enrolled in Medicare Part B, which is the medical or doctor coverage. And Medicare Part B costs money, anywhere from $170 a month, approximately up to about $580 a month, depending on their income. So they're still paying that premium. And then they have the Medicare Advantage plan, however, that handles all of their medical claims. And many of them also cover prescriptions. So they might be paying zero premium, but now they have co-pays for all of their medical services as well. And I always get a kick out when I see some of the commercials pop in. It's like around Medicare season, it's like every third commercial is Joe Namath or JJ Walker, or whoever the celebrity of the day. It grows exponentially every And then yeah. the telemarketing is yeah. coming in. And, mailings come in it's just it's relentless but a lot of the information is is a little misleading because some of the things like even the advertisements on tv they have a 30 second commercial to explain the benefits and it doesn't really apply to everybody i see sometimes where it says zero cost or zero premium and uh, no out-of-pocket expenses and getting your social security and getting money right. back on your social security. That's right. And that may be true in certain circumstances, but for the majority of people, that's not going to fit. Um, there's always those small letter disclaimers that you can't even see on the TV. Right. It goes so fast. Yeah. And yeah. it usually says, if qualified for federal subsidy or state subsidy or something like that. <clears throat> so uh, it's not zero cost. The, in fact, the co-pays of the Medicare Advantage plans, and they are good. They do fit at times, by the way. But the co-pays on Medicare Advantage plans could get up to as high as six or $7,000 a year and wind up being a, actually a more expensive option than original Medicare. It's almost like a pay so as you even, go. even though you yeah, can't right. read the fine print. Yeah, so Got that's it. how they do it for yeah. zero. Yeah. Brian, what are some of the questions and comments you hear from patients and prospective patients in regards to these plans? I So there's a few of them. I would say probably the most prevalent one that I have when we call and we verify insurance is, you know, we'll, we'll find out that they're in some sort of a Medicare Advantage plan, they're out of network for us or whatever. And their response to me is, but wait a minute, I was told I still have my Medicare. And so what they don't understand is technically that's correct. 
that even the Medicare Advantage plans fall underneath the umbrella of Medicare. What they're understanding, what they want is they want all of the benefits and the wide network of original Medicare. That's what they're, that's when they say I have, but I still have my Medicare. That's what they think. But instead, what's happened is Medicare is their Medicare original plan has been replaced by a Medicare Advantage plan with some goodies. I mean, there are some things that they offer that are that are uh, over and above what an original Medicare plan would offer. Um, but their impression is still that they have all these goodies plus the original benefits of original Medicare. So I thought yeah. the original idea behind the plans was to make care more effective and less of a drain on Medicare. Is that yeah. not how it's yeah, so there's actually a slide. So we'll go ahead and pull the slide Let's up. Pull the slide up. And I'll, I'll kind of walk you through. So the top part of the slide is original Medicare. So essentially your premiums, everything, your taxes, they all go to Medicare. And then Medicare has a much wider um, network of providers, whether they be hospitals or doctors or home health agencies or whatever. There's generally no pre-authorization or limited pre-authorization. The downside to original Medicare is you still have an out-of-pocket um you're exposed to an out-of-pocket expense, you know, a max out-of-pocket. So a lot of times you want to get a supplemental plan to help cover the other 20%. Now, if you skip down to Medicare Advantage, what you'll see is instead of Medicare paying directly to the provider, now there's an in, there's an insurance company in between. And so now the insurance company has incentive because they want to make their profits. Uh, they have incentives to uh, make care supposedly more effective, more efficient. But you can see there's they usually do it through narrower networks. There's a lot of pre-authorization stuff, and there's also co-pays and deductibles on that. So in theory, it's supposed to save Medicare money because now you have a private entity who's an insurance company who's who's well versed. I mean, these companies have been around for you know decades. They're right. supposed to be really efficient in how they spend their money. Reality is there have been some um, studies on zip codes. If you compare original Medicare versus Medicare Advantage, and what they found is it's upwards of 30% more costly to the Medicare trust fund. So there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. It's, it actually can potentially be a lot less cost effective than just saying with original Medicare. Interesting. Um, I understand there's two ways for an individual to have Medicare coverage: original Medicare and Medicare Advantage. Jeff, you want to tackle that? Yeah. So original Medicare or traditional Medicare is the hospital Part A, which is usually zero premium. I mean, you pay for it over your lifetime. It's not zero cost, once again. Um, but it doesn't have a premium in most cases if people have worked for at least 10 years paying into the Medicare taxes. Um, then you have Medicare Part B, which is the doctor coverage, as I mentioned, which has a fixed premium. And Medicare is sort of has deductibles and co-insurance, just like group insurance for most part. Uh, there are deductibles on the hospital side. There are deductibles on the medical side. And then there's like an 80-20 co-insurance. The big difference with Medicare, original Medicare, is there is no limit on what that 20% could grow to. Right. All right. It's un, it's uncapped. So it's not like group insurance where they knew, um, on, like on my group insurance, I know on January 1st, the worst I'm ever going to spend for my family is $12,000. And right. that's my max out of pocket. There is no max out of pocket with original Medicare. So what most people will do is to cover that expense and protect against that, they'll get a Medicare supplement plan or what they call Medigap insurance. And the Medicare supplement plan is designed to pay the deductibles and that 20% coinsurance and a lot of the other expenses. It basically turns the Medicare coverage into either a zero deductible, zero copay health insurance plan or a very low deductible, zero copay health insurance plan. So that's the traditional design. There's no medications covered with traditional Medicare, except for ones you get in a hospital. But the ones you pick up at a local pharmacy or a mail order, 
you're going to get that through a standalone Part D drug plant. And there are 26 of them, for example, in Texas to choose from. So that's the original design of Medicare, Part A and B, a Medicare supplement, and a separate standalone drug plan. The alternative is the Medicare Advantage plans. All right. You still have to be enrolled in A and B, like I mentioned before. But now these Advantage plans, by a lot of the same insurance companies that people are familiar with on the Medicare supplement side, whether it's Blue Cross, United Healthcare, Aetna, whatever the carrier is, they handle all of the claims for health and drugs. And many of those are zero cost. And the way they get it is kind of like what Brian alluded to, is Medicare, the government is paying the Medicare Advantage plan companies uh, an amount per month for each member that they have, maybe $1,000 a month or more in many cases. And they then they handle all of the medical services and claims. If someone tried to, like they think they have Medicare, and a lot of, I get that same question, by yeah. the way, the same issue. I say, I switched over to this Medicare Advantage plan and I can't use my doctor anymore. I, I, I had no problem before. Well, you don't have Medicare anymore. I mean, you're enrolled in it, but it doesn't handle any claims. If they try to submit a claim to Medicare, it would be denied because Medicare would look in their system and say, this individual has a Medicare Advantage plan, and that's who handles all of the claims. So it's not that it's better or worse even than original Medicare, it's just a different design of coverage. So that's the other option. And like I said, most of the Advantage plans include the prescription benefits with it. Now you mentioned you could have several thousand dollars in out-of-pocket expenses based on deductibles, co-pays, co-insurances under a Medicare Advantage plan. If you were to compare um, a, a traditional Medicare plan with a supplement in a Part D prescription drug plan um, to uh, cost-wise, monthly cost-wise, to like a uh, like a decent PPO Medicare Advantage plan, how much extra would I be paying to stay on traditional Medicare with a good supplement, with a good Part D plan versus like a PPO plan on Medicare Advantage? Great question. So usually Medicare and a Medicare supplement and a drug plan on average, just for like a 65 year old person, is gonna run around $300 a month okay. ballpark. That's $170 from the government for the Part B, another 100 or $125 for the Medicare supplement plan, and usually about 10 to $15 on the drug plan. Okay. The most common ones, okay. all right? Okay. Some are more expensive, and some okay. people will pay more than that depending on their income level. But $300 is kind of the ballpark price. The Medicare Advantage plans, depending on what county someone lives in, if they have a zero premium Advantage plan, they're still paying the government. So they're still paying the $170 or whatever the Part B premium is. So the savings is about anywhere from $100 to $135 a month on okay. average. All right. Now, the exchange for that or the, or the other side of it is that they now have co-pays right. for their medical expenses. That's right. um, and you can see how, depending on what kind of diagnoses or medical complications you have, $100 savings a month on the premium may not be enough. Like you, there may be actually a cost savings on staying on original on an original plan with supplement versus Medicare Advantage. Exactly. Yeah, I always but say, you don't get the dental and you don't get the, the yeah. transportation stuff to, to doctors. Like there are some nice things that some of these Advantage plans do. <laughs> the bennies. Right. There yeah. are some bells and whistles yeah. Yeah. on the Advantage plans that you don't get with Medicare. Right. I always try and tell my clients, focus on the health benefits first. The most expensive All right. Part, because yeah. that's the big ticket I guess. Yeah. Right? What are the variable? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, because as an example, let's say someone... Uh, someone comes off a of group insurance, they understand what their group insurance is and their deductibles. If they went into a hospital for a stretch like five or 10 days or whatever, they know they'd be paying their deductible of their group insurance and whatever their co-insurance to hit their max out of pocket. That's what they're used to. Yeah. With Medicare Advantage plans, if they went to the hospital for a 10 day period, they're gonna pay a copay of maybe $300 a day 
for each day they're in the hospital for maybe the first five or six days. So it may be an $1,800 so expense. So one time in a hospital negates the cost savings you thought yeah. you had. Now that okay. same 10 day stay in a hospital under original Medicare with a Medicare supplement plan, yeah. zero cost. Zero. Doesn't zero. cost them anything. What are some of the variables and criteria that go into choosing plans for different people? Um, well, usually what I start with is I ask them what their, uh, you know, their medications obviously are factoring because with the Medicare Advantage plans, they include, most of them include the prescriptions. So you can't shop around for different prescription plans. Like I said, there's 26 standalone drug plans and you can pick and choose which one makes the most sense under original Medicare based on what medications you take. With the Advantage plans, whatever Advantage plan you have, that's the drug benefit you have. It's like group insurance. So. I usually start out with what their medications are. And with the Advantage plans, those are network plans. Those are HMO and PPO plans. So the provider, you have to make sure that your doctors take the coverage, or you have to know going into it that you may have to change up your doctor, all right? So if they want us to look at Medicare Advantage plans, and usually about, I mean, as far as my numbers with my clients, 90% of our clients are traditional or original Medicare with Medicare supplement and a separate drug plan. But we do have clients that use Medicare Advantage plans. And like I said, they are a good fit in certain situations. But I find out what who their doctors are to make sure that they take the coverage or they have to know going into it that there may be restrictions. They may have to change up their doctors. Well, most of my clients don't want to change their doctors when they get into their 60s. I don't want to change my doctor when I'm in my 50s. So right. um, it doesn't change anything. So that's usually the first thing we look for. And then from there, we just run the comparisons and a lot of the Advantage plans, they're similar in style. I mean, you'll have different variances on copays. One might be a $35 copay for a specialist. One might be a $50 copay for a specialist. But maybe the one with the higher copay for a specialist has a lower copay for hospitalization. So there's all these trade-offs. With original Medicare and the MedSup, there is really no difference. Plan F, which is the most common MedSup plan, is the same across the board, whether it's Blue Cross, United Healthcare, Aetna, Humana, whoever. But with Medicare Advantage plans, they're all different. They have similar styles, but they all have differences. And then on top of that, the medications could be very different from plan to plan. One may not cover a medication at all, which is usually one of the problems I come into. Um, people have Medicare Advantage plans. Usually if they have an issue with it, it's because they can't go see a doctor that they want to go see, or maybe their plan is no longer covering their medications like it used to. Mm -hmm. Because one plan may cover a really expensive medication like Eliquis, which is retails for over $500. One may cover it as a preferred brand medication as a $40 or $50 copay. And another plan may cover it as a non-preferred brand medication where you have to pay 20% or 25% of what the drug retails for. So it could be a huge cost difference from plan to plan. And you know, like I said, that's some of the differences of the carriers. Brian, as a healthcare provider, yeah. uh, as home health, what are some of the challenges you see in working with some of these plans? So this is part of the impetus for that post too. So what we're running into now is as if it wasn't as challenging or more challenging to work with Medicare Advantage plans just by itself doing the pre-authorization. Now we're actually bringing a fourth party. So you have a third party payer, right? as the insurance. There's actually now a fourth party that's getting in between the payer and the provider. And so now we have another company that we have to go to that contracts with the insurance company and get pre-authorization from them. And so the restrictions are even worse. We had a recent guy, he had a, uh, a fall, he was ambulatory before, so he, he could walk before. 
Um, he had a fall. He broke his, his uh, right hip. He had a surgery, decided he did not want to go to rehab, wanted to come home. He's bedbound, right? At high risk for wounds. He's not ambulatory. He's a max assist transfer, which means all of his weight you're having to lift. And he's a big guy. Um, they don't cover any kind of transfer equipment. The insurance company doesn't. Um, he lives with an elderly girlfriend. And um, they gave me four visits for PT. Four. I'm really good at what I do, but four visits is insane. Right. And I call, I spend hours on the phone with this fourth party, um, not even the insurance companies, this, this other company that's supposed to be managing to make, make care more cost effective and more efficient and better for their members. And this is what we got. And I have multiple stories just in the last few weeks of this same thing happening. So one other thing that um, I've, I've talked to a bunch of uh, friends who are insurance agents who sell the stuff. And I asked them, hey, have you guys heard about these fourth party, you know, you can call them conveners, you can call them benefit managers, whatever you want to call them. Have you heard of these things before? And they were not aware that Medicare Advantage had started to employ these things. They started doing them last year. We just got notification that two more companies have employed the same benefit manager. That's a nightmare to work with. And it's really hard. The appeals process is very lengthy. And they say, well, you can have the patient call, but you got to go through six different layers of on the on the phone like to get a hold of anybody. It's, it's impossible. Let's just say there's a lot of red tape. There's a lot of red tape. Of red tape. Definitely yeah. easier with original Medicare yeah. for an issue like that. because, And that's why most doctors take original Medicare. Yeah. I'd say, on average, uh, more doctors will take original Medicare than the Medicare Advantage plans. It's just a more convenient process right. for them. Uh, they don't have to be concerned about the red tape right. of well, it's a lot less headache, for sure. And if a doctor accepts, or a provider, or whoever accepts original Medicare, they automatically, by rule, take whatever Medicare supplement plan. There are no networks for med right. supplements right. like you have with the Got Advantage it. plans. Right. Can someone enroll at any time? Uh, no. So Medicare Advantage plans, uh, they have certain time periods when you can enroll when you're after age 65. When you come up to age 65, it could be whenever that you know age changes. But if someone wants to switch over from, let's say, original Medicare to a Medicare Advantage plan, uh, Medicare allows them to do it between October 15th and December 7th. It's called the Medicare Annual Enrollment Period. And they can change the coverage for January 1st. So that'll be their new coverage. And that's why you see a lot of commercials between October 15th. Right. Yeah. You know when the Medicare season is. The ad buys. Every yeah. other commercial right. is either Joe Namath or JJ or whoever the celebrity of the day right. is. Captain Kirk. Yeah, Captain Kirk. <laughs> exactly. Um, so... That's the first time when you can change into a Medicare Advantage plan. They also have what's called the Medicare Advantage um, open enrollment period, which is from January 1st to March 31st. And from that window, you can change your current Advantage plan to a different plan. Um, it used to not be allowed, but then they started allowing that a few years ago. So you can make one change from if you have United Healthcare's Advantage plan, you want to switch over. Maybe your doctor no longer takes it. And you want to switch over to Humana or Aetna because now your doctor accepts that coverage. Um, you have one time to make a change between January 1 and March 31. So you can also go the other way. Did that. Yeah, you can also go back to original Medicare during that during same yeah. three-month window. Yeah. But going from Medicare Advantage to, Med to original Medicare is not as easy of a process as going from original Medicare to Medicare Advantage. Um, now, it's guaranteed issue. For Medicare Advantage, there's no underwriting anymore for any serve any medical conditions, which, which means what? For so the viewers, so for viewers, it basically means no matter what their health condition is, like your gentleman that's in bedridden forever, it doesn't make a difference. He can go to a Medicare Advantage plan starting January between October 15th through December 7th, right. sign up for a new Advantage plan, and it will be effective January 1, 
regardless of his health. They okay. used to not allow people with end-stage renal disease to get a Medicare Advantage. Even that's now off the table. So okay. it's as long as you live in the county where the plan is, that's the only requirement. And you have to be enrolled in Medicare A and B. The going back the other direction, though, because a lot of people, they say, well, I have this Medicare Advantage plan, but I can't see the doctors I want to go see, or I need to get referrals, or whatever the reason that they want to go back to original Medicare where they don't have those issues. They can only do that between October 15th and December 7th, once again, all right? And the new coverage would take place January 1st, or between January 1 and March 31 during the annual enrollment, the open enrollment for Medicare Advantage, they can also go back to original Medicare. However, getting the Medicare supplement plan at that time may be subject to medical underwriting. Right. So your gentleman client you know, would not be able to not qualify. qualify. That's exactly If they right. just had, you know, if they've had cancer in the last two years, or they had a heart issue in the last six or 12 months, if they have any upcoming surgeries, even something as mundane as cataracts, you know, they would not be qualified or be eligible to get a new a Medicare supplement plan. At I that had a time. guy recently who had a new diagnosis of high blood pressure. That was it. It was controlled really, really well with medication, so not really at risk. He could not could not go back on original Medicare with supplement because he had something yeah. as simple as high blood pressure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people will get Medicare Advantage because they say, "Well, I'm I'm healthy." Right. You know, I don't have. I never go see a doctor. You know, I don't want to pay 125 or 150 dollars for a Medicare supplement plan. Yeah. So they get a Medicare Advantage plan. Well, like the old saying goes, no one ever has a health problem until they have a health problem. Right. So they eventually develop the health issue, and now they say, oh, God, I'm having all these copay expenses. I'm getting referred to all these specialists. Some take it, some don't take it. I'm going to go back to original Medicare. Well, that train's left the yeah. station, unfortunately. If someone is cost conscious, which most people uh, that are retire retirement age, what's the best option for them? Where are they, where are they going to be? Yeah, I mean, there's two ways. I mean, like I said, the cost is definitely a factor. And some people, that's where Medicare Advantage may be a good fit. Now, if they're trying to keep their costs as low as possible, their upfront costs, then they're going to have a savings under a Medicare Advantage plan. They and just have to know. Eat well, exercise, right? Right. Eat, stay, like all, they, you better stay healthy. They yeah. just yeah. need to know what the restrictions are. All right. They have to know the potential for copay expenses. Yeah. And for the person that says, I never go to the doctor and I never have any health issues and I just need the coverage for catastrophic purposes. Yeah. Yeah, I think a Medicare Advantage plan is a good fit, or they don't really care. Like I said, they don't need to go to a certain doctor. They don't mind changing up their doctors. That may be a good fit for somebody. Um, on average, the original Medicare with the MedSup is an easier way to budget your expenses because you know exactly what your fixed costs are. Yeah. All right. They're strictly the premiums for the most part. The only variable expense is going to be any new medications that you might have throughout the year. But you're going to have that expense on the Medicare Advantage plan as well. So mm -hmm. that's a wash. Um, but usually if they're going to go with the advantage plans, um, we try to give them a little bit more flexibility. So the majority of the advantage plans we do are going to be the PPO style where they can have not open access to doctors like original Medicare, but they can go see in-network doctors for lower copays, but they still have access to an out of network doctor. Um, they'll pay a higher copay just like they, with their group insurance, if they had that before, but at least it gives them access without having to pay out of pocket. The HMOs are a little bit more restricted because you can only use doctors that are in that HMO network. And I'm not talking about emergency care. Everybody takes everything in an emergency, right. you know. But for scheduled appointments, if they wanted to go, if all of a sudden they hurt their back and they had to go see a back doctor and they wanted to go to see this particular one and that doc, they have an HMO plan, 
They use it to get a referral first from their doctor. But if that doctor is not in network, they can't go see them. It's not like they can pay a higher copay. Mm -hmm. They're basically paying out of pocket at that point. Well, so it could be a much more expensive uh, at the very end. Unfortunately, you don't need to know that until the end of the year. Right. And you got to mm -hmm. follow up your copays and see what were my expenses. But at that some, point, it's too late. At yeah, that point, maybe yeah. too late. But if someone says, if I had a crystal ball, and they said, I'm never going to go to the doctor. Well, yeah, they're going to save money, obviously, right. on the Medicare Advantage. And it's not that it's bad coverage. And, and, and it's not hard to find a doctor either. You know, I can probably do a, a five, 10 mile radius search where you guys live in a larger city like Dallas. And you'd have 100 or 200 doctors that take right. the coverage, right. all right, or providers. But if you have a specific doctor or several specific specialists that you go see, that's where you have some problems sometimes. Yeah. And on the procedure side, too. Procedure side yeah. as well. Yeah. Brian, what haven't I asked you that I should? Actually, we just discussed it, the, the challenges of flipping back and forth. Um, I would say that that's, that's one of the things that we see. We have questions on a lot. How do, we, how do I get, well, I, I don't want this plan anymore. How do I go back? It's interesting that they used to not allow that first quarter where you could switch back and forth mm -hmm. to different policies. They did it because there were so much complaints on, holy right. smokes, this is a bad plan for me. This isn't going to work. And so they had to allow for that three-month period in the first part of the year to now allow them to switch back and forth. There's one more thing. There is a, I, I was speaking to an insurance guy the other day, and he mentioned something about there is one other exclusion to switching anytime during the year if it's a five-star plan. And that might be too far into the weeds for this, but. No, that's good. No, it's not too far. Um, you can change to an advantage plan, a different Correct. advantage plan if it's a five-star. So Medicare gives, year, right? Medicare gives ratings on Medicare Advantage plans, and the ratings are based on uh, customer services or complaints usually or yeah. lack of complaints usually where they get the five-star rating. And there are, in certain counties, there may be a five-star plan and they are allowed to switch from their current Advantage plan or original Medicare, if they have that, into a Medicare Advantage plan at any time during the year if it's a five-star plan. Yeah. Okay. But they can't go back to original Medicare at that point at any That's time right. during That's the right. year. That's yeah. the Technicality. problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jeff, what haven't I asked you that I should? Um, I mean, I would say the the biggest concern that I have always with Medicare, Medicare Advantage is the advertising that happens at the end of the year or right now. Um, you'll see a lot of advertising and people get mailings. And I always tell people be very cautious about the mailings that they receive. It looks very official government documents yep. and say you are entitled to this benefit if you have Medicare. And people don't realize that when they call up an 800 number and they give information, they're basically just going into a lead service. All right. They're not really talking to an insurance company in most cases, unless they're calling a direct carrier. Right. But when they call the 800, you know, Medicare hotline or whatever it's called, I don't know. The or you go on Medicare.com. If it's not right. .gov, yeah. no, it's if, not coming from. If it's from not <laughs> .gov, it's not the government. Right. All right. So and a lot of the advertisements and mailings, although they look official, there is language, it's really small print. Just be careful that it says this is this is an advertisement for insurance or something like that. So. They're going to be contacted by an insurance agent, usually, um, who presents Medicare Advantage. And they and it may be a good fit, like I said, but they have to understand that they are not in Medicare, like Brian mentioned before. And people don't always realize that. Great. And once good. they are in it, that may be what they're going to be in in the long haul. They have to almost go into a Medicare Advantage plan with the idea that, yes, there may be restrictions on providers, 
I may not be able to go back to original Medicare if I develop some health issues at some point. So this may be my coverage in the future. I can change carriers, yep. all right? I may be able to go to a five-star plan. There was some better, or better plan, that's right. I'm yep. not gonna be able to change back to original Medicare, unless the company that they have, there is another exception, by the way, and that is, this may be getting into the weeds, but when, if a company doesn't renew, there are some times where a carrier says, we're not gonna renew that plan or we're not gonna be in Dallas County or Collin County or something like that. If they are losing their coverage for the next year, then they can go back to original Medicare and now they're guaranteed issue to get a Medicare supplement. They don't have to go through the underwriting process. Oh, okay, I didn't know So there are, okay. there are always exceptions. Do you see how confusing this is? I gotta tell you, Imagine I can make an 85 year old exactly. trying yeah. to navigate all this stuff. And I will yeah. also That's say- That's why one, I have you on the show yeah. today. Yeah. And one other thing I'll point out is moving. People, when they move, those Medicare Advantage plans are county specific, all right? So when someone moves from one county to another, they are required to change their plan. And a lot of people don't realize that. So they can miss a, they have a certain time period where they can switch without incurring any penalties. Good to know. Ooh, so, okay. You know, I always like to have industry thought leaders and, and experts in certain subject matters. You guys blew it out of the water. <laughs> Y'all are way too smart and a lot of data. We're just nerds. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. On to, share, <laughs> On to the nugget portion. On to the nugget portion of the show. Um, I saw this visual on, on, on the line, on the interwebs, and uh, you put it up on the screen if you would. Today's nugget is a PSA and something I'm very passionate about. We wouldn't give car keys to a teenager who doesn't have the agility and skills to drive. That should go for our elders as well. Don't let your loved one's independence turn into someone else's tragedy. Um, all right, guys, this is a fun part of the show. This is the lightning round. This is an opportunity for the viewers to get to know the non-data, non-geek, non-technical non side of who you are. We'll start with Jeff on each one. Where were you born and raised? Uh, Chicago, Illinois. Off at Air Force Base, Nebraska. College and degree? Uh, University of Illinois at Champaign-Urbana, uh, economics and finance. Uh, two, I have a bachelor's in physical therapy from Florida A&M, and I have an MBA from Florida State. Can you write in cursive? I can. Not well, not legibly, but I can. <laughs> no. <laughs> ever lived abroad? Uh, no, I traveled abroad, but never lived abroad. Brian, ever lived abroad? Never lived abroad. Jeff, ever been arrested? Uh, actually, <laughs> that's a funny story. Yes. Um, but nothing too dangerous. I mean, I was eight years old. So, uh, my brothers and I were riding our motorbikes, uh, on the streets where we shouldn't have been. And there just happened to be in this little small town where there's like one stoplight. Uh, the cop happened to be pulled up behind us. Brian, ever been arrested? Never. Jeff, Good dream car. What was that? Dream car. Dream car. Um, a Ferrari. <laughs> Eleanor. Mount Fast and Furious. Mountains or beach? Uh, mountains. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Jeff, what advice would you give your younger self? Oh, my younger self. Um, travel, enjoy life, and spend time with family. Good. Brian? Gosh, I would probably say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for being on Thank the show you. today. If you want to reach out to our guest today, Brian Harmon, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, email is uh, Brian with an I, B-R-I-A-N, at Nexus, N-E-X-U-S, homehealthcare.com. And my name is very tough to spell, so I'm just going to give you the short version. The email is the best. It's the easiest. It's Jeff D, J-E-F-F-D, at marsh.com. M-A-R-S-H. And we'll put those up on the screen right, as well. You. Thanks for watching today. You can find this podcast and past episodes on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and anywhere else you get your social media. Just search Manchester Living Podcast. 
Thanks for watching. If there's anything I can ever do for you, please reach out directly. Thanks. Thank you.